We just had a whole discussion. It was Brent. So Liam, what hole would you like to play? Go with hole five. Hole five. Liam, who did you have winning the NCAA tournament? Uh, men's uh, basketball. Men, yep. I had a college bass. I was going to go with a men's college basketball team. All right. I didn't. I didn't. I did not fill out a bracket. I usually don't. Uh, Andrew, who did you have to winning the NCAA men's basketball tournament? Probably Duke. I think they're like a pretty safe bet these days. All right. Uh, Jack? Who was in that uh, basketball tournament? Uh, nobody. nobody. Never happened. <laughs> but Satan was supposed to be good. <laughs> mm. uh, then I'm going to say uh, Dr. Samuel Beckett of Quantum Leap was going to win the NCAA tournament. Uh, Syracuse, Syracuse University. <laughs> hey. Brent, who you got? Uh, I didn't actually get around to filling out any brackets, but uh, I'll go with Gonzaga. You know they never made the brackets, right? Uh, Nope. (laughs) I don't know. I do not follow basketball until I actually have to pick a bracket. Oh, no, exactly. (laughs) They were actually debating whether or not just for to to make the the players feel better, if they should just release a bracket and say this is what it would have been based on the games played. You know, so those smaller schools will get a little something. That was Liam, right? Hole five? Because he picked the men's basketball team. He's going to beat y'all. All All right. Liam, uh, you get to pick the hole now. Let's do Unlucky 13. Andrew, can you describe for me the life cycle of the DX Eagle from your perspective? From getting it at the store to throwing it in the trash. Gladly. (laughs) (laughs) So usually I get my Eagles from Infinite Disc and they come in the mail. And I spend about uh, maybe like four hours practicing like my my swing you know just in my kitchen and mm-hmm. then i take it out to the at disc one golf. time yeah i mean over the course of like if it's at nighttime i'll probably do it for like 45 minutes to an hour and then in the morning i'll do it uh, up until the point where i can get out to the disc golf course and mm-hmm. then from there i'll probably wait till hole four at beacon to actually throw it because i think that's probably gonna like let me know how like stable it is without like the mm-hmm. wind get involved yellow or red hole four i usually go to yellow okay so the more straight shot okay. right right and and then that'll determine like how stable it is um and you know to be honest like i get the same weight every time and sometimes they're pretty like i want to say i don't want to say like super overstable but they'll definitely like finish hard left and other times you know they're like kind of understable and I think that's I think that's just like the problem with like DX plastic and Innova in general, mm-hmm. just kind of like some inconsistencies. And then that'll live in my bag for a while. I'll try to throw it on every hole in order to hit as many trees as possible um, to make mm-hmm. it a lot more stable. And eventually, I'll get it to, to um, I'll be throwing it as a hyzer flip, and I'll just go straight um, wherever I want, and then finish right. Eventually, it'll become like way too um understable and finish like too hard left and i'll leave it in my bag for those like as like utility shots or sometimes i can flick them pretty straight but eventually they get so beat that either it's like a roller disc that i don't throw at all or just like sentimental value just like taking up space in my bag and then it lives in my room (laughs) what's that life cycle what's the time period from buying it to living it in your room I think I have a couple in my room right now that I probably bought um, maybe about like three years 
three or four years ago. Maybe wow, so they maybe don't... I've got like two or three of them that I just like can't throw anymore. Mm-hmm. So it, they don't have a long life. No, and I think I and that's like the DX. You know, yeah. they're just gonna get beat. But at the same time, like I have like you know a champion eagle. I just like can't beat it fast enough. You know, I wanted to be able to like have that hyzer flip and throw straight shots, but it's just you know way too stable for me now. But that DX plastic, you know, you can beat it in pretty good in like two weeks. Andrew, um, <laughs> how many do you carry in your bag at, at a given time? I think I have in my bag right now, I think I have four DX Eagles and mm-hmm. one Champion Eagle. How many, if we're going to play around at Beacon, how many are you going to play with? How many are you going to throw? Probably just two. And that, you know, I have like a really new one, but it's a little like too unreliable. I, I just need to like buy another one. Um, so it really like depends on how reliable I think that shot's going to be. Because um, mm-hmm. sometimes they'll just like flip too much and sometimes it won't. And, you know, if it's a left to right shot, I can I can use one specific one. If it's, it's a straight on shot, then I probably use uh, a different one. Thanks for letting me talk about that. <laughs> oh, no problem. I, it's fast. Oh, and thank, and thank you. Really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like my finest moment. <laughs> Andrew, what hole would you like to play? How about 14? Andrew, have you seen the six-part documentary, McMillions? I have not. No, but I've heard about it, and I think we've talked about it on the course. Probably. Uh, But I've yet to see it. It's about how a guy working for the company that McDonald's uses to run its games got all the winning pieces and then sold them to various people. If you haven't seen it, don't. It's six hours, and they don't even talk to the guy who stole the ticket or the woman that he had to deceive in order to steal the ticket. Jack, have you ever seen that? No, 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 I haven't seen that. Good. Honestly, I really don't have a lot of free time. But I just gave you a synopsis, and you know, that's know. good enough for me. Uh, Brent, were you uh, thinking about seeing it or no? Or have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't seen it. I was thinking about it because we had a conversation, but thank you for warning mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and uh, Liam. Uh, you could have given it a positive review. I probably wouldn't have watched it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> even if, even on like self quarantine. Yeah, I mean, I don't have you know. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out there, man. That's true. That's like month four of quarantine. <laughs> Jack, what hole would you like to play? I would like to play hole eleven. We played that a couple of minutes ago. That was the rule eight hundred three point oh one. But. That's the whole thing I want to play. <laughs> you, shot, you shot poorly. You want to go back and play it again. <laughs> All right. Uh, Honestly, you got back of the box after that hole. I want to play hole 16 then. Hole 16. Can I do that? Okay. Is it still a free country? Actually, Can I play whatever hole I want? One. I wanted to make sure to have some you know, positive stuff. Um, Long Island has made their goal of $20,000 for St. Baldrick's. Uh, the tournament's been postponed, but many people continue to donate, and they just – uh, went over the top. I just thought that was kind of cool. I, that I just I can't wrap my head around how much money they raise for those things. Twenty thousand dollars. That's a lot. And that's not even because you know the day of people are going to be throwing off for prizes and donated stuff. So I mean they'll probably still have it and they'll probably still it'll, the money will keep going it coming in. But I just I just thought that was. Super I mean cool. I was impressed with how much Beacon raised you know this winter and what we did for Owen, but you know. Mm. And it's like three thousand and seven thousand, and then that's pales in comparison to twenty grand. And they seem to do it with ease. Yeah. yeah. Well, they they've like gone up exponentially. You heard, uh, well, Adam when he was on a while back, he 
said it was like a thousand, five thousand. You know, it just kind of jumped every year. Jack, were you going to plan that? I was not. Uh, we had well, we we initially had a team challenge scheduled for the day before, um, which got canceled. Um, with which, uh, you know, before we got hit with the virus, uh, both Adam and Jill were going to um, play in the team challenge and then uh, truck it back uh, to do thrive oh. the next day. Um, but, uh, that's all, that's all water under the bridge now. That started out so cheerily. <laughs> Boy, yeah. Uh, who, who picked 16? I did. Oh, you did? Uh, Liam, what hole would you like to play? I would like to play close out the front nine with hole eight. Hole eight. All right. I have a confession to make. I want to say it's been like the last three or four, uh, episodes, but at least that's when I first noticed it. I have no idea who's been winning these trivias. I have not. Been <laughs> so I hope you guys have. I'll be honest with you. The last thing I want to do after putting one of these out, I just never think of them again because I had to hear them five times. I do. I, you know. Yeah. But let, <laughs> one of your loyal followers should do it. Yeah. <laughs> Any active listener out there, if you want to really know who wins the trivia, <laughs> you can keep score. Yeah. You do it. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I just wanted to mention that with Liam Andrew. Um, I will go with hold 12. 12. Ooh, you're finishing off my page one. I like that. Yeah. All right. Andrew, is a club's number one bag tag a high number or a low number? Oh, <laughs> I think for me, every time I see uh, tags, I'm going to say like one through 20. I think what comes out of my mouth is high tags. Okay. And then I always correct myself like, oh, no, no, no. Like that is a low tag. But I guess like just from instinct, mm-hmm. I would consider that like a, a high tag. Because, right. you know, high high anything is probably like something that you would want. And something low yeah. is probably something you would not want. You're higher up on the pecking order. Right. Yeah. Well, uh, Liam, what are your thoughts? I was going to ask you anyway. Uh, what do you think? High, high or low? I think as long as you convey what the hell you're meaning. Obviously, the number's low. But you, That's also, so, okay. you also win by scoring lower in golf. So it's a little screwy there, too. So, yeah. All right, Brent. Yeah, I always think of it as, as a high tag, even though technically and obviously it's lower. All right, and Jack. Yeah, it's a low tag. All right. So Andrew and Brent high and Liam and Jack low, it sounded like. Fair enough. Or I, it also kind of figured like you guys, you know, as long as it's you understand what is. Uh, yeah, I like what Liam said for sure. It's a perception. Yeah. I mean, uh, do you, you, you want to shoot a high score or you want to shoot a low score? Uh, want to shoot a, you want to shoot a hot score. Yeah, there you go. Who's got the hot tag? Yeah, there you go. Um, so according to this, I got 15, 17, 18. Does that sound right? Yes, it does. I still have a round of trivia. Woo. All right. So we'll, we're going to play a whole 19. All right. Sorry, guys. Darn mm. it. Our stuff. That's uh, that's a CTP to the practice basket. Yeah. So. All right. Safari hole, we'll call it. Brent, what hole would you like to play? Hey, if you're not first, you're last. We'll go with hole 18. All that's right. not last. <laughs> okay, okay. Liam likes the safari holes. That's okay. Um, Brent, Tom Brady announced that he would be leaving the New England Patriots yesterday. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Liam, what are your thoughts? I'm gonna be have to hear more from New England Patriot fans and NFL fans about stuff I don't care about. 
<laughs> All right. Um, Andrew. Uh, I'm kind of bummed, to be honest. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Patriots fan. I I don't like particularly like like Tom Brady, but I think I respect that he is probably one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Um, I would have loved to see him just like finish his career with the Patriots. Um, and I'll watch Tampa Bay games, even though I don't want to, because I think that franchise is kind of like garbage at this point. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm, I'm disappointed. Uh, Jack, any thoughts? Yeah, and when you're going to talk about quarterbacks who aren't Phil Sims, uh, who really gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a veteran. <laughs> Andrew, was it a dick move to do it to Boston on St. Patrick's Day? Ooh. With the bars closed. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to say, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a big, big dick move. <laughs> no respect. He signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Liam, what hole would you like to play? You said it. I like the safari holes. All right. Safari hole is trivia. All right. This is topical trivia. There are eight questions. So you'll each get at least two. But unless it's true or false, you know, you, you the we'll go in order and there'll be a steal. So Liam, question one. Liam, Latin for poison. What infectious agent that lives inside a cell and causes disease can be a hundred times smaller than a bacterium? What is a virus? You are correct. (laughs) Andrew, question two. In early 2016, the World Health Organization announced an outbreak of what virus that during pregnancy can cause infants to be born with microcephaly? Would you like me to repeat it? Sure. In early 2016, the World Health Organization announced an outbreak of what virus that during pregnancy can cause infants to be born with microcephaly? Measles. Jack, would you like to take a guess? What the hell is microcephaly? I'll tell you if somebody gets it or somebody doesn't get it. God damn it. (laughs) Uh, Uh, No idea. And Liam. Uh, uh, Ebola. Good, hey, a solid guess. The Zika virus, microcephaly, little head. Huh. Little head? That's yeah. Right. Beetlejuice had one. The Zika. No, I'm, I'm, I'm asking. I, I don't know what I needed to do to get on the podcast, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do it. <laughs> you got to take one for the team. <laughs> Jack, um, that might be a new bumper. I don't know. Um, Jack, who tested his polio virus vaccine on himself? but never patented the vaccine or earned any money from its discovery. God damn it. Uh, who tested the polio vaccine on himself? How about uh, Louis Pasteur? <laughs> he bathed himself in milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you like to take a guess? Uh, no, I, no, Pasteur is penicillin. I have no idea. Pasteur is pasteurization. No. It? For yes. milk? So I'm not even, oh man, I'm twice wrong. <laughs> Um, Liam, would you like to take a guess? Uh, nope, I would not. All right, Andrew. Oh, I should have gone with that answer. <laughs> um, was it Jonas Salk? Yes, it was. Oh, that's nice. Ooh. Jonas Salk. Never got any money for it. Was that? Is that? <laughs> no, it gave it away for free. People used wow. to do that. Wow, crazy. What a what a hero. Mm. You know, back then I think they would have called him just a decent guy. Now you know you do that and it's heroic. Yeah. Um, Brent, question four have to edit out my preachifying now. Uh, Brent, <laughs> question four. The same virus which causes shingles in adults causes what disease in children? 
chicken pox? You are correct. Nice. Hey. All right. That's four questions in. The questions now are worth two points each. And if you'd like to, me to take a second, I can tell you how, how you guys are doing before the final four questions. Sure. I, I never I never want to – never tell me my score. I just want to play hard. I want to play hard the whole time. I don't need to know. I'm, I want to play hard the whole time. If you were wagering yeah. or something, I would I would do it. But, yeah, that's a good point. So we're back to Liam. Named for the region in Uganda where it was discovered in 1937, what virus was first detected in the U.S. in 1999? What is Ebola? Andrew, would you like to take a guess? <sighs> it's not Ebola. Um, no, I got nothing. All right, Jack, you can get on the board and in the lead if you get this one. Yeah, I happen to know this one. It's syphilis. Brent, would you like I to was, take it? How was it you know that one? <laughs> so confident. So confident. <laughs> I was like, wow, I would have never guessed that. <laughs> I'm going to guess SARS, but I think that's later. We were looking for West Nile. West oh, Nile. yes. so much yeah. sense. I was so close. <laughs> you were. Uh, Andrew, what system in your body helps you by killing viruses and hurts you when it rejects transplants? Um... Can can you repeat it? I'm sorry. Certainly. What system in your body helps you by killing viruses and hurts you when it rejects transplant? Even that was what system? Yeah. What system in your body? Uh, blood system. Uh, Jack, would you like to take a guess? I I definitely would. And I, I, I my first instinct was to say like, is it like a booming system, like a, a Kenwood with you know biamps and subwoofers, but I'm going to say it's the immune system. <laughs> and you would be right. And oh, you would be yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Is the immune system in the blood system? <laughs> Is it the same thing? It's the same thing, buddy. Okay, perfect. God. All right, Jack, you can really take a commanding something. Question seven. A river in the Democratic Republic of the Congo lends its name to what deadly virus? Uh, West Nile virus? Brent, would you like to take a guess? Uh, I think I'm thinking it's Congo. I... Liam? Can you repeat the question? A river in the Democratic Republic of the Congo lent it, lends its name to what deadly virus? The flu. <laughs> Andrew? Um, yellow fever. Oh, excellent guess. Probably incorrect. Ebola. Uh. <laughs> Liam, you guessed the bowl on another one. Oh, son of a! All right, Brent. Final question: The influenza pandemic of 1918 and 1919 was caused by what alphanumeric virus? Alphanumeric virus? Yes, the influenza pandemic of 1918 and 19 was caused by what alphanumeric virus? I'm drawing a blank on what you mean by. I think it's like the. COVID-19, um, A1. Liam, would you like to take a guess? Uh, H1N1. You are oh, correct. Nice. Obviously. All right. The judges have tabulated. We have our results. We have a tie for third with 12 points between Jack Bradley and last week's champ, Andrew Barger. Oh! Oh! <laughs> We're going to throw off. Second place was 13 points. First place, 14 points. Ooh, tight round. So in second place, Brent Baisley. Oh, oh, blows it in the last few holes there. 
that tub thumper was the end of us. That was oh, it. Yeah. That was it. Honestly, that's yeah. He had eleven points. You take that away. <laughs> yeah. I came through with the H one N one. Yes, that's good too. That actually, that's you could argue that's two points that put you. You know, it's top. it's all the little shots through the whole round. They all add up. So yep. yeah. yeah, the Google doesn't. Nice putting. Nice putting. Um, Jack, can you do me a favor and pick hole fifteen? Yeah. Pat, I'll take uh, hole 15. Well, I'm well, thank to. you, sir. Andrew, by the powers vested in me by Kenji Klein and all of Discap, which, to be clear, was none whatsoever, <laughs> I now pronounce you slightly knowledgeable in some things Discap. From this day forth, I vow to make no more Andrew Discap jokes. What do you think of that, Andrew? I am honored and also stunned that Kenji would support my entry to the Discap uh, realm of knowledge. No, no, no. He, no, didn't, he, he no, did not. He gave me no power whatsoever. Yeah, no power. Un- 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 unapproved. Unofficial. Well, as um, as Kenji's uh, proxy, which I think you are, I'll, <laughs> oh, I'll <okay>. take <laughs> Well, Andrew, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. Have you ever heard of Skylands? I'm pretty sure I have uh, heard it amongst folks talking this podcast but to be honest i probably couldn't tell you too much about it all right well it's warwick and oasis area in jersey so that's that's Mm -hmm. your next project perfect do you guys keep andrew in a box he keeps himself (laughs) in a box i'm trying i'm trying to come out of the box it's andrew it's andrew and then the box is stuck in Beacon, I guess. (laughs) he's an oki from muskoki yeah can only get so much in in the uh, in the years we've had him. So, <laughs> listener, listener, if you're listening, uh, phone phone up Andrew and and pick him up and take him someplace nice. <laughs> I, I would like to make this clear. I have played I have played other courses, but I'm unfamiliar with the clubs and what they're about. And I think this is a good opportunity to uh, to learn more. Uh, I I firmly believe. I, I, I firmly believe in that. Say, I wish I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd be a lot happier. <laughs> you are talking. You a hey, hey. You are talking to the one-time winner of the Hudson Valley Disc Golf Podcast trivia. Okay, just <laughs> go watch it. <laughs> Not defending anymore, but one time. Mm. <laughs> All right. So our final hole tonight is hole seventeen. Uh, that's the Waco picks. So before we get to that, uh, good round, fellas. Yeah, good round, guys. Nice round, everyone. Good round. Great Thanks round for me. Liam there. Um, so Waco results. So MPO, we got Colton Montgomery, Paul McBeth, and Kale Levis- LaVisca. FPO was Evelina Salonen, Hannah Bloomros, and Sarah Hokum and Katrina Allen. But we just did a page piercer to the field anyway. So Bart had Paul McBeth, Kale, and then uh, Big German third. So and then he had the field, which won this page. Wow, came in like ninth or something. Um, so he ended up with three there because he didn't really. He, he only got he got three picks right. So three. Liam had Macbeth in first, Conrad in second, and Paul Ulibarri in third. Uh, Macbeth fin- uh, podiumed, but that's his only point because he had page for FPO. Andrew had Macbeth, Conrad, Clemens got a point for Macbeth. He had P- Paige Pierce, nothing for that. And Brittle. Brent Paisley, Eagle McMahon, Paul Macbeth, Ricky Wysocki in the field. Uh, you get a point for the field, two points for Macbeth, three points for Macbeth uh, for 
getting it spot on. Ooh, so four points? Four points for Trent. So combining that with the results, what did we have? Ah, Bart and Brent tie at five. We got four that one and one the last one. Yes, Bart and Brent at five, Andrew at four, Liam at three. Good job, fellas. All right. Uh, Well, nice round, Jack. Uh, Did you have fun? Yeah, I had a great time. It was uh, great talking to you guys and uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks uh, for having me. I'm happy you came on. Uh, when's the next time you're going to play a round of disc golf? Um, I could be any day. Uh, uh, I wanted to make it out today, but I didn't. I did play yesterday. Uh, uh, I'll try and get out there. Things are things are weird in my house right now. We're trying to establish a schedule for oh, the yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, so I normally, you know, once they're off to school in the morning, uh, I take off and go play. But right now we're trying to make the hours between like 10 and 2 learning time and uh we have to adjust to it and once we do we'll figure out when to when's my time to get out no exactly that's cool all right andrew uh when are you going to play your next round of disc golf definitely this weekend um but i could see myself getting a, a round in tomorrow friday after work yeah the next couple days i hear is a little bit rainy but I oh really sure. oh bummer yeah i don't know but who knows how much sure uh, brent when's your next round gonna be uh, well, that would be either tomorrow or Friday, depending on the weather. Mm, same here. Liam? Yeah, weather dependent, but Soon. I'll get in there. All right. Well, uh, sweet up Hudson Valley and stay healthy. What's your relationship with Wedge like today? Well, uh, today? Um... No, 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 no. You're fine. Uh, what helped you make that decision? Oh, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, well, I finished with you for a specific reason, Andrew. Do you know what that is? Oh, is it because I get the first guess? Well, somebody pointed guess? out to me yesterday via text that they got the third pick a few times now. So, you know, you know, I can't. Dang it. <laughs> Should have never given that up. <laughs> so, Andrew, are you ready to guess the mystery guest? Yes. All right. First hint. Our mystery guest this week has heard of disc golf. Who is it, Andrew? No, I'm kidding. Oh, man. <laughs> um, heard of disc golf. It's not my mother. Never mind. I can tell you that. Our mystery guest this week comes to us from the town or village of Ossining, New York. A PDGA member since 2012, his 51744 PDGA number is good for like top two or three in show history. I don't know. I don't pay attention. Andrew, <laughs> do you know this mystery guest? I got to say, I do not know this mystery guest. All right. Brent. He has had four career wins and has collected $45 in career earning. He also took fifth in the AM40 division at this year's Kisco Classic. Brent, who is it? Uh, all right. I am 40 and four career wins for $45. Mm. Was it now? Was it four wins for like 11 and change or was it one win for 45? We will never know. That's something I'd like to get to the bottom of. No. All right. We got one. Yeah. No. Liam. If you don't know this deadbeat, his last is shared with the Coopers first. Yes, sir. Boom. Uh. Jack Bradley, <laughs> welcome to the podcast. <laughs>